This is the Brain Over Belly podcast, solving the puzzle of obesity with Dr. David Brown of Idaho BMI. Today we meet Efren and his wife, Victoria. These two have partnered up to create an amazing success story by focusing on the small things and having some laughs along the way. Here's your host, Rick Dunn. Last time we spoke about the secret to long-term success, doing those small things Dr. Brown teaches his patients over and over and over again until they become second nature. Um, Today, we've got Dr. Brown back in studio with us again. Thank you for being here, Dr. Brown. So great to be here. We've also got a couple of special guests, Efren and his wife, Victoria, here to share their experience with Dr. Brown and his comprehensive weight loss program. Thank you guys for being here today. No problem. Thank you for having us. Yeah, you had to road trip a little bit to get here, huh? Just a little. <laughs> a few hours? Yeah. No problem? Yeah. <laughs> so, Efren, you're the patient. Then. Yes. And you have been a patient with Dr. Brown. When was your surgery for bariatric surgery? I had surgery November 2nd of last year. November 2nd of last year. Yeah, so just a little under 11 months. 11 months. Okay. Tell us about your journey a little bit. We want to hear what you got. Well, I mean, I did try all the diets, you know, keto and stuff like that. And I actually lost about 60 pounds on keto, but... Just like anything, you stop and I gained back. And and after talking to one of my cousin's um, fiancés, she's like, you know, your insurance helps you. Right. So then then the wheel started to turn. I looked into it and they did. They'll help out for once one of the operations. And then we started started working towards that and. And now we're here. How, uh, so in the beginning, what was your weight? I was around 380 before okay. surgery. And how tall are you? 5'8", five, 5'8 five, five, eight and a half. Pretty normal. Yeah. Pretty, pretty standard. So you're at 380 before the surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got some good information that your insurance will help you with this stuff. You started looking into bariatric surgery. Somehow you were connected with Dr. Brown. Yes. And I'm assuming you had some kind of consultation with Dr. Brown or a meeting? Or yes. What happened we, we had one of our meetings because our insurance were supposed to meet about six times. Mm-hmm. But I was already working with a different physician to work towards my six monthly meetings. Mm-hmm. But I met with him before and kind of he was kind of pointing me out what what kind of to do before and after surgery mm-hmm. about um, like eating wise and listening to the body and stuff like that. And when you were going in to talk to Dr. Brown, what fears did you have? What were you scared of maybe? Well, I really didn't have fears. But I mean, going into surgery, there's always that possibility. I mean, especially with, with the big person like mm-hmm. myself, there's always that that possibility but as far as surgery wise i didn't it was my wife's more more septic than myself like i'll be fine but (laughs) (laughs) i think that's her job to worry so when you went in for surgery first off before surgery you had to go through a process with dr brown start doing some of the right things before right and what were those things and how did they help you 
Well, we, along with Dr. Brown, we also had to meet, there's kind of like, um, you got to meet with the psychologist and food dietitian and kind of like that to start prepping yourself to, to surgery. I guess some people go through depressions because food is their coponism. Yeah. Through things. Was was that no. the case for you? It was not. I just liked food. You just like food? <laughs> yeah. It's delicious. I, I like the taste and whatnot. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that. It wasn't the, oh, I'm depressed, I'm going to eat. Yeah. No, it was just, oh, this looks good. Let's eat. But eventually you got to a point you said, I don't want to weigh 380 yes. pounds. Was how instrumental was Victoria, your wife, in that? Well, she's first supportive, very supportive. She's all, if you want to do this, you can do it. If you don't, I love you no matter what. So she didn't look at you and say, no. "Listen, I'm not feeling it anymore." And no, none of that was going on. No, I mean, um, and then coming from a Hispanic background, I mean, we eat a lot of tortillas, bread, Tamales, stuff like that. Yes, hey, I love Mexican and, food. Um, yeah. And I have. And, my mom being very Mexican, her thing is, hey, come over, eat. Yeah. Oh, you're here. What do you want to eat? <laughs> oh, I made this. Come eat. Yes. You know, that's, that's their, their mindset. They always got to feed us. Right. So, you know, I'd go over, oh, okay, I'll eat this. <laughs> so, Victoria, tell us, uh, from your standpoint, how did this whole thing go down? Well, for me, I know that his weight was bothering him more because he was telling me, you know, I go to work, I get tired, like going up and down stairs, and he's just like, and I, you know, sometimes fell out of breath. And I was just like, so maybe, you know, maybe it's the weight, you know, we could try to do something about that, maybe take extra walks and stuff. But like he said, after talking to his cousin's fiance. I was like, maybe that would be a good thing for you because, you know, it just kind of keeps going up and down and it could probably be ben- more beneficial. And so we looked into it and I told him, I think the hardest part was going to be, you know, keeping his mindset afterwards, you know, and telling himself, I'm not hungry, you know, so just like stop. But also with his family, because they do like to feed oh, everybody. I don't know how you do <laughs> that. And telling them, you know, <laughs> no, I'm not hungry no more. And I mean, I think now that's still a thing where his mom is always saying, like, oh, you didn't eat enough. And he's like, no, I'm, I promise I'm full. Right. <laughs> and that's still something we have to tell her all the time. Dr. Brown, when Efren came in for the first time, what was your thoughts? What kind of a patient is he? I don't know. Should we talk about exactly where he's at right now? We probably should because I'm looking at this guy, and he's a beautiful man. I mean, this guy. <laughs> I agree. This guy has done it. What right. are your thoughts on Efren and his journey so far? Just extraordinarily successful. Uh, first time meeting him, just nice guy, friendly guy, and listened and seemed interested and, and engaged. So I'm just super excited for his progress and his success. Um, I'm not shocked. And uh, it's, I just have the best job working with people like him and Victoria. It's got to feel pretty good when Absolutely. you see a young man do oh, yeah. something like this. I don't know how old you are. I'm guessing 20s? Somewhere 33. 30? You're 33? See? Yeah. <laughs> look, you even look younger. <laughs> you didn't just lose weight. You look younger. <laughs> Thank you. Um, tell us about some of the hard parts of the journey. What, what's been the toughest thing for you? Um, 
the toughest, like I said, it's with my mom. She thinks that I'm not eating enough, mom, but I don't need the food. Do you sit her down and say, Mom, listen, I had a problem with eating too much food. I, I want to lose weight. I want to feel better. I want to be healthier. And so I need you to kind of back off with it a little bit. Well, even with her, because I do have a Down syndrome little sister. Uh-huh. So their main concern is also, hey. And when I was younger, like around four or five-ish, I had some type of um, heart surgery. I'm not too sure what it was. I mean, I was small. All I know, I went in and they remind me, hey, you already had this problem. So you need to watch what, get lose weight and whatnot. Sure. But after surgery, her mentality is still as my mom eat. And I'm like, Mo, I got to, I'm not hungry. I don't eat. But her thing was, he's not eating. But now she's kind of the mindset like, okay, you don't need to eat. And my dad's like, leave him alone. He's that's that's he's, what that's what he's doing. He's on a journey. Yeah. He's on a ride here. Yeah. Let the guy do it, right? Yeah. What um would you mind telling us how much you weigh now? Um between about two fifteen every once in a while it goes down to two twelve. But I've been bouncing around there. So if I do the math, right, and I'm not very good with math, what is that, 100 and... About almost 170, 165. 170 pounds. <laughs> and it's not just about the weight, though, right? No. I mean, it, my job is very not super physical, but I do have to walk around up and down stairs. But, mm-hmm. So man, at the end of the day, I was out of breath and whatnot. Now it's like, it's no problem. Hey, Dr. Brown, when I look at Efron and I see the success in 11 months, um, this doesn't happen for everybody. Everybody's different. But what has this young man done that is right? What? I mean, obviously, this is a guy that's setting an example for people that want to go down this road. What, in your opinion, has he done that's really worked? Correct me if I'm wrong, Efron, but you bought into doing the small things very consistently. Yes. Yeah. And so that's it. Um, I see this. If someone will do those little things every day, uh, they get to a place pretty quickly that's pretty amazing for them. And, and so that is what it is. It is the little things that we talk about and what they're eating, when, how they're eating, drinking the water, getting enough sleep. It is the small things. You do all those things then, Efren? Yeah. The chewing, counting the chewing, are you doing that? Yes, it's and it's even like with my mom or my or my mother-in-law, they think I have a problem. They'll be like, is he okay? Because I'll take a bite and I'll just count and ignore them because then I'm like, Because they've I'll taken count. 14 bites the, the same <laughs> yeah. amount of time you've taken one, right? Yeah, so, like, <laughs> so they're like, is he okay? And she'll have to remind like my mother-in-law, no, he's just doing his counts. And sometimes they're like, does he not like the food? It's like, no, he's just doing his counting, his his pause, because that way he can listen when he's full. Right. So you say that depression wasn't a big deal for you? No. Um, you didn't care if you were a big guy. That's fine. What, yeah. You know, I, you, your wife loves you for who you are. You love your wife for mm-hmm. who she is. It was more about being healthy. Yeah. Um, and you feel a lot healthier, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel... Tons better. The energy is out of this world. He runs every day now. He runs every day. Probably hard to run when you're 380 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
It is. What are some other examples of how your life has kind of transformed and how it you, you feel better and things that you can do that maybe you, you couldn't before? I mean, it's easier to shop. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to order. I can go to, literally to any store and be like, okay, I like this. Let's go. You have a money problem with yeah. that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but before it was like, oh, I like this, but oh, they don't have my size. Yeah. Let's look online. But now it's, I mean, that's easier. Um my shoes, that they even fit better. I don't. Um, it's just a totally different. Even work-wise, they see a different aspect. Because before, I was like, ah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, we got to do this. Okay. I, Have you felt like at work that people were making judgments about you when mm, you were bigger? No, because no? I mean, as I've always been a bigger guy. Okay. Throughout my whole life, it's so I've that's just different. Yeah, we just know. Him. Yeah, that's, that's how he is. That's how I've been. Um, like the big, I was the little brother that was bigger than the than the bigger brothers. Yes. Yeah. So now it's like, hey, I'm the little brother that's actually smaller <laughs> than the little than the older brothers now. Have you had other people ask you how the heck have you done this or what's going on or can you help me? I have some issues too. Um, I, like my aunts that I haven't seen for a while, they'd be like. What happened? Well, oh, I got tired, so I went and got surgery, and and or at work, they're like, that that works, I'm all, yeah. And then there's people that that like got it, and they're like, oh, or are thinking about getting it, and mm-hmm. like, well, I mean, it worked for me, right? Victoria, from the standpoint of his beautiful wife. <laughs> Tell me what your journey has been like, because we've had a lot of uh, people that we've been talking to that are either going through the process or just had the surgery. You're 11 months through this process now, but we've never really talked to somebody that's close to this person. And I mean, you really have gone through this process, too, in a very different way. How has it been for you? What has your journey been like? So to start out at first, I was... I was kind of nervous for him just because he was like, anything can happen in surgery. And I told him, yeah, that's true. But I feel like, you know, you're going to come out on top of it. It's going to be fine. But I knew there was going to be an adjustment period. And just like how his family is, you know, they're about cooking and eating and being like, oh, you know, we're hungry. Let's make something. And it's always a ton of food. Yeah. So I've already just had to adjust how much I make because, I mean, he doesn't eat very much. And so that was a pretty big adjustment. Sometimes we still struggle with that one. Um, But it's been really good. It's been a good change because before he was always tired. He was always like, I don't really want to go do anything. Or he basically falls asleep almost anywhere. (laughs) And he's just like, I'm tired. I just don't want to go do anything. And it was hard to get him motivated to do something, you know, outside of the house. And now he's just like, yeah, let's go out here. Let's do this and that. And it's it's really nice it's like a refreshing kind of feeling you know to see everything he wants to go do and every day he motivates himself to go running and he's like i have to do this today and he's working up towards like a certain mileage goal i think you're up to two miles now yeah yeah two miles a day and he's like yeah i just want to keep going with that but he has so much more energy he wants to get up and do everything now and there's no argument about, oh, you're sleeping too long and you don't want to do nothing. <laughs> do do you have a weight goal or is it more about how you feel and what what is the goal for you? What do you want out of this, Efren? 
I want to let my body tell me, okay, you're you're done. But I mean, I, if I can keep losing, I'm gonna keep losing weight and and working towards that. I mean, yeah. Uh, right now, like I said, at two fifteen ish, I mean, I feel good. My body, you look and, great, and and whatnot. <laughs> but I mean. If I can keep losing like another five or ten pounds, and my body's okay, keep going. Then that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna uh, keep following the program. I mean, e- eating right and listening when I'm not hungry, don't eat, and stuff like that. Is it hard to? I mean, do you get bored and want to eat food, or, or how do you, how do you keep yourself occupied? Um, I work twelve hour shifts. Okay, so. It's easier when I work because I just drink, and um, it was even an adjustment for my coworkers because they're like, "Oh, let's order food or let's do this," and I'm like, "No, nah, I'm okay." Just, and just to clarify, when he says he just drinks, he's talking about water. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, Doctor Brown, what? Um, I know last week we talked, or last month we talked about checking in on the patients on a long-term basis. So with Efron, what, what is that like? How, how often do you need to see him, and where's he at, and how long do you think you're going to need to be checking in with him? What is that like? So I want to see Efron and Victoria forever. In other words, there's never truly an end to it. We just change the frequency of our visits. So typically we'll see people for once a month, give or take, uh, for the first year. And then it depends on how they're doing. And if someone's struggling, we'll continue to see them every month. But for people who are just doing great, uh, we spread it out a little bit. And the guiding idea is that we want I want to see them as often as is helpful for them. So yeah, it's it's just great. I have such a good time seeing uh, people like Efren uh, succeed. Yeah, and how their lives have changed. It's just so fun for me. I feel like when you walk through a door, it's just like a, a bright light. I mean, you notice everybody smiles around you. Do you notice that? Yeah, they do. It, well, I mean, I've always had a colorful personality, spunky. Yeah, you know, and. That's what people are like, oh, but my personality has always been the same. Let's have fun. Let's do this. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was tired of this. But, I mean, now it's at least a lot easier to, for my personality to be like, okay, let's do this. Let's go do that. Um, I joke all day. I mean, I think sh- I think the only time I don't is if I'm actually sick. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, that's all I do. I'm a big goof at home, at work. Yeah. I just like to have fun. This is something that I I ask everybody that's going through this process. You're in a different spot because, you know, a lot of these people, they see the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. You've seen that light. You've kind of got there, and you're continuing that journey. What would you say? There's so many people out there that are struggling with weight for so many different problems, and a lot of them are going through depression or anxiety or all sorts of different things. What would you say to those people? Like if one of them was just sitting in front of you right now and just saying, hey, 
I see you lost 170 pounds. You look amazing. You're smiling. You have energy. You have a beautiful wife and family. And what would you say to that person to encourage them or help them? Or what words of wisdom would you have for that person? One for sure is a big support group. I mean, you can only work so hard, but if you have nobody backing you up, I mean, you're going to fail. Yeah. I feel. So I'd make sure, tell them, make sure you get yourself a good support group, whether it's your brothers, your wife, your next of kin, parents, somebody that helps you, that can motivate you to do it. And then, I mean, and then, of course, like, if you need help, I'm here. Um, talk to the physician. Start working towards it. I mean, little changes after talking to the physician does help. So you you can start setting your mindset towards it and then be like, well, look at me, for example. I did it. I'm happy for it. And I tell them, plus your energy will be off the roof. I mean, you'll be a lot happier to after you start your journey and continue it. We've, we often talk about the little things that you have to do outside of the surgery. And we hit on that a little bit, the drinking the water, the proper amount of sleep, um, chewing, all of those things. We've, we've talked about how when you first start doing those things, it takes a bit of willpower. It's a little bit difficult, and then it eventually becomes easier. Are you far enough along to where that has become easier, or is it still pretty tough for you to do those things? Um, the water, that's easy. Sometimes... I mean, when you're eating, sometimes you do just tend to underchew, and you're like, oh, but... Shoot, I swallowed. Yeah, it's too early. <laughs> but, but it does become second nature um, to do the chewing, to do the pausing, um, the little things. I mean, because you're practicing this daily, yes. day after day, and it does become sometimes second nature where I'm like, oh, I didn't realize I... I'm still, I'll just keep chewing sometimes like, oh, okay, I can, I can swallow my food now. <laughs> I've chewed it like 400 yeah. times. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but I, it does, like, um, the first, the first week, it's a struggle, not just because you're recovering from surgery, but your, your mindset is still like, oh, I should be eating. Um, I mean, it did. Like on my last day before surgery with meeting, he's like, "Okay, you got to fast." I'm like, "I got to fast." <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, five days." I'm like, "What the heck? Five days?" <laughs> I mean, uh, the first two days it was a struggle. It was like, and then my coworkers are like, "Oh, we're ordering tacos." Oh like, no, dude, I'm on fasting. I can't eat. <laughs> <laughs> you um, have mean coworkers. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, so um, I mean, it does. It did take a bit. Um, Adjusting, and then even after surgery, it's like a month of just keep uh, liquids. Right. So it's like it does. It becomes a habit. Do you have a? Uh, I don't know if you have this or not, but we've talked about Dr. Brown. Was it a personal power statement? Is that what we've talked about? Yep. Do you have that, or have you not come up with that kind of a mantra for yourself? Something that you tell yourself to keep you on track? Um, not really. It's just. I just look at myself in the morning or else wait I'm like you're doing a good job keep go keep at it <laughs> <laughs> that's a, maybe that's it right there huh so but as far as like telling myself 
you you got to stay on track no i just i don't know if like if it's something that just that i needed the surgery to push me to keep going but i i wake up every day and like okay you feel really good about i do yourself. i i feel really good you should dr brown did you uh do you want to ask efron anything or yeah. his wife has there been anything along this journey that has been surprising for you? Um, f- for me, I think the energy-wise, that's a big surprise for me myself. I mean, I'm a guy that wakes up, and the last thing I thought about was exercising. Now it's like I got to run my body. feels different if I don't even exercise a little bit. It's It's like... And then I have a hard time if I don't burn that energy sleeping. It's like, okay, I have too much energy. What do I do? <laughs> That's great, though, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Now, does your wife have a hard time keeping up with you? She, you had a hard time <laughs> keeping up with her before. No, she, she does. She's pretty get, spunky, huh? Yeah, she's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, we always give everybody an opportunity for some closing thoughts. We'll start with. We'll start with you guys, then we'll uh, wrap it up with Dr. Brown here. Victoria, why don't we start with you? Do you have any closing thoughts, anything you'd like to say at all? I think if you're looking into doing the surgery, I think it's key to, you know, stick to the counting and the water drinking and just remember that you can have a really good outcome and to stay motivated to reach that point. I think it'd be good for anyone to be healthy and have all that energy and you know, be proud of themselves for achieving something that that great. Efron, um, I think if you're struggling through weight, this is this is a very helpful tool because you can get the surgery, but if you don't actually follow or listen to your body, it'll be a pointless surgery. So, I mean, just if you're struggling with weight and you want, I think this is a good thing to do to get it and then just support your not only support yourself but make sure you have people that are helping support you around you because i mean me coming from a big hispanic family support is a major thing yeah well and dr brown i mean that's one thing that he brings to the table is and we talked about this in the last podcast as well um you can go get bariatric surgery a number of places but fortunately, you landed with a man that actually knows that it's more about what's going on up here, upstairs, uh, than just eating food. And it just seems like you're doing all the little things, all the right things. And it's so wonderful to see your smiles and meet you guys. And it's, I looked at his, he showed me a driver's license when he came in here. That's your current driver's license, yeah. right? <laughs> I don't know how he gets in anywhere because it doesn't look like him at all. (laughs) (laughs) Like not even a tiny bit. But that's so incredible, isn't it? It is. It's so fun. Uh, Dr. Brown, uh, final thoughts. I know you're very proud of Efron. Absolutely. 100%. Congratulations to both of you, really. This has been a team effort. Uh, You have a bright future, and it's so fun to watch you succeed. And if Efron did it, other people can do it too can't they yes they can yeah you're an inspiration man thank you and victoria thank you so much for coming in as well yes thank you for having us yeah thank you